I'm very excited to do a show with you today, Carl, because I hear you have a podcast hitman letter that you brought for everyone. Oh, is this supposed to bring that today? You said you were on WATP the other day. Oh, that's right. I did say I might do that. Well, are you going to do it or not? Oh, well, can I run home real quick? Son of a bitch. Can I run home and grab it? Okay. I got a, I got a bone to pick with you, but I'm going to do it after the start of the show. All right. Attention, parents. What you're about to see is not suitable for kids. Shoot, it's not even suitable for some grown-ups. You might want to walk away now if you ain't into these type of things. I'm going to give the people what they want. Sensation, horror, shock. I'm going to deliver the goods because I'm alive and I'm not backing down. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Golf requires goofy pants and a fat ass. Creepos, welcome to another edition of your favorite true crime podcast, the show about creeps by creeps. For you creeps, I'm your host, my name is Vinny. Excelsior. True believers. And joining me as always, it's hot Carla. Hey, what's happening? Vinny Paulino, good to see you, buddy. You know, you say that. I do say that. You say we're friends, we're pals, mm-hmm. and you show up here today. Two strikes already. What? What happened? Number one, you showed up here with a sandwich and you didn't text me to ask me if I wanted one. Okay, he point. shows up here with fucking Debellas. He's got a whole fucking sub. And he goes, oh, man, I'm just so hungry. I haven't eaten. I want to eat before the show starts. And he sits yeah. down and just starts eating a sub in front of me. You know how fucking wound up I'm going to be now. Uh, I didn't realize that that's like most of my friends are fine with that sort of thing. I forgot that you have a, a whole culture. My people do not yes, take this lightly. I, I forgot about your people. Yeah, my people don't take a lot of things lightly. <laughs> now, the what, second what else strike. Did I, do? I promoted the creep off when I was on the BS show last week. What else did I do wrong? Oh, that was that was great. You certainly did. You certainly Although did. Although maybe you did. Now uh, that I think about it. Yeah. <laughs> I certainly did. Uh, the second thing is you didn't bring the podcast Hitman letter, you stupid asshole. No, I did. It's right here. <laughs> all right with you. you know what you're back to evens <laughs> i brought it you're back to evens all right well we might read it today now in honor of rochester new york making national news we're going to talk about the creepiest golfer yes. in the world today we turned into philadelphia in the golf world we were booing people all sorts of stuff bunch of fucking trailer park trash wearing bill's jerseys sitting in the stands there were bill's jerseys to country clubs around here disgusting looking good i was excited about that i think a lot of the assholes that go to these events come from canada if i had to guess if i had to guess a specific area where they're coming from it's probably canada canada trash all right yep. carl let's talk about last week's episode we honored yes. the moms before we get to the actual contest today and to tell us who won last week's episode? It is our review girl, Jess. And I have not looked at this yet. I'm so finally I'm here. <laughs> hey, Jess, welcome. On time this time. Well, I'm just thrilled to see you because I know you're a bringer of good news today. Oh, shit. I, for you, Vinny, unfortunately not for you, Carl, because today's winner, or last week's winner, is Vinny with 93 to Carl 65. Beat your ass, Carl. Unreal. You know what? It wasn't a numbers game. You said because your victim had 
murdered eight yeah. and mine only murdered seven right. that you should win automatically. But yeah. it's really about the style and how you do it. Totally disagree. You can't just fucking strangle them when they're oven fresh like that. The voters fucked up in 2020. They fucked up again here. What are you going to do? <laughs> Jesus, Carl. Jeez. Still reliving well, someone that, did huh? say, Someone did say, sorry, Carl, the kill count is seven to eight, but dead babies are especially heinous. These are their stories. <laughs> Oh, Carl. All right, I guess there's more to it than just numbers. You win. Yes. Now I know. And now the score is updated. It is now one-to-one, Carl. All right. One-to-one in this round. Uh, What were our listeners thinking this week on the Reddit, Jess? Did they have any thoughts on the the battle that we had here? Well, someone, the first uh, top comment says, PSA, not a show to listen for your lunch hour. Yes. Uh, You're welcome. Correct. (laughs) I completely disagree. What do you mean? Smothered and wrapped babies sounds like a fa- fancy restaurant special. And then the other person replied, and keto-friendly. There it is. That's the whole comment thread right there. <laughs> All right, very good. Very, very good. Thank you for the update on that. Yeah, this is not the show to listen to during your lunch break if you plan on eating lunch. You know, today I think you'll be all right. Yeah? I Go- think you'll be golfers all right Golfers aren't today. as heinous. Not a lot of serial killers are good at golf. You know, so I was like, good. I just Googled serial killer golfer. Nothing. Nothing. No. Turns out that they're generally just straight laced douchebags. Yeah, you got John Daly and then a bunch of, <laughs> of uh, rich kids. Yeah, yeah, that's not, pretty much it. Not far off. Uh, Dela is coming in because you know what today is, Carl. What is today? It's Super Chat Monday. Oh my God, I almost Woo-hoo. forgot it was Super Chat Monday. Thank you, Dela, for reminding uh, us. Dela said, "Don't talk about Coburger <laughs> or Devito for two bucks." <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank you. I'm Dana. sorry. I was laughing at the one that you actually highlighted over. Oh, what did that one say? I thought her figures were supposed to be a trap. That oh. is correct. That's you got why. Me. That's why you're you not our me. review girl. <laughs> Jessica is our. Uh, what, what, what's your title on the show? Again? Results girl. I was a results girl. Yeah. Results girl. Yes. Yes. Got and you there. It, protra- it protects you from Carl. Don't be a review girl. <laughs> now. Ladies what and gentlemen, do? you've done nothing. You've done nothing. You've done nothing but provide quality entertainment for all of us. Just you be you, Carl. All right, buddy. Do your thing. I'll do my thing. Now, Jess, I thank you so much for joining us today. Where can everybody follow you, as always? Uh, Jess Daydreaming on Twitter, uh, Instagram, all those places. And today on Hack the Movies, uh, where the premiere that's happening today, we're reviewing Nightmare on Elm Street 3. I'll be on it, along oh. with Casey the Final Girl. So... Go check it out. Awesome. Nightmare on Elm Street 3. I'm trying to remember which one that was. That's where it starts getting real silly, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's where they turned straight comedy, didn't it? Yeah, but yeah, that's where Andre says, welcome to primetime, bitch. That's a good one. A classic. A classic. That's a classic. It certainly is. All right, Jess, we'll see you next week. Thank you for everything. See you next week. All right. You know, I was, I was, uh, I forget what show it was, but I was listening to Brian Johnson talk the other day about if they ever met a celebrity that he was like taken aback by because he's met a lot of celebrities, obviously. And he said, uh, what's his name? London, the guy who plays Freddy Krueger. Oh, yeah. Paul. No, not Paul. I can't think of his name, but um, he goes, yeah, that was the one guy I was very excited to meet. Who would it be for you? Um, someone I'd be really excited to meet celebrity wise. You know, I, I've actually met the guy, Aaron Freeman, who's uh, Gene Ween, would probably be one of my top picks. Okay, but uh, Les Claypool, I guess. And you know what? It's funny. You know, I'm friends with uh, the guitarist in Mastodon. Les Claypool, the dude from Primus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I'm uh, friends with the the guy the guy who plays guitar in Mastodon, 
and they were touring with Primus, and he gave me tickets in Buffalo. I went and saw those two bands play, and afterwards he goes, "Oh man, I would have had you backstage tickets. I totally forgot to give you that." I was like, "Oh yeah, okay, that's that's fine." You were probably late. I would I I was there. I was there. Okay, I, I would have been there. I would have hung out with with Les. That would have been cool. F Mock says Robert England. Robert England. That's that it. is correct. Thank Paul you. Paul London. I'm stupid. Laughing <laughs> <laughs> my ass off, Trevor Zero. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> yeah, I said London. I'm an idiot. Yeah. Whoops. Now, folks, <laughs> we promised you a contest. It is a competition. Everything is tied one one. And now we need to give you. Our nominations for creepiest golfer of all time. Carl, why don't you hit that bell? Yeah, you're up first. Let's go. All right, Carl. My creepiest golfer is a pro. He is a pro. Sorry, one second. There we go. He's a relatively young guy, 26 years old at the time of the crime we're going to talk about today. Okay. Uh, he is a young Canadian golfer. Don't let that influence your opinion of him. He played in seven PGA tours since 2012, and according to PGA, he played his last in 2016. He was not very good. He uh, he missed the cut multiple times. He had seven career starts on the tour, never completed one. Golf is hard, Vinny. I know. Golf is hard. Listen, nobody's inviting me on tour. No. Not even to tell jokes, and I'm all right at that. Like, I'm better than average. Prove it. Better than dirt. <laughs> Prove it. Not that fancy store-bought stuff. Uh, since then, this guy has been bush league in it. And in 2021, he ran into a little problem down in Florida. You see, he was talking to an undercover police officer who was disguising themselves as a young teenage girl. Okay. Now, Carl, how do you feel about this? You feel this is entrapment? Sometimes. Yeah. I think the way they do, it. I mean, I hate it when it's just like vigilante justice kind of stuff. If yeah. it's a, a police officer and they actually have a reason to do it, maybe I could see why they would do that. Yeah. Now bowling, he was 26 years old at the time. He first contacted this decoy in early April through a program called ad chat, which I guess is a messaging platform. Okay. Now, according to the police, the conversations turned very sexual in nature within the first 24 hours and intensified quickly to that they described Daniel Bowling as a dangerous predator. They were a little concerned about this guy. And how old was this girl supposed to be? 15. Okay. That's now, a problem. According to his social media on May 5th, he was playing pre-qualifying rounds for the U.S. Open at the Orange Tree Golf Club just southwest of Orlando. During the qualifying game... He placed in the th tied for 35, <laughs> tied for 35th, did not qualify him. Okay. So I guess he was a little bummed out because on the 6th, he gets arrested when he tries to meet up with this decoy. Well, he had some free time. He had some free time Which now, so he wanted to get out. a little pussy. And he uh, invites this girl to meet him, and uh, he shows up, and it is the police, and he's arrested rather quickly. He was charged with obscene communication. Traveling to meet with the minor. Seen communication. Uh, yeah, there's what? videos. There's videos to okay. minor. Yeah. All right. Uh, attempted lewd and lascivious molestation. Now, here's the problem, Carl. I cannot find anything past this arrest. Yeah, I know. I ran into a similar issue. So I don't know what this guy's consequences are, but I do know that he got owned pretty hard by the Orlando police. And I loved this on Twitter at Orlando police. This is what they wrote. Arrested with his mugshot, a professional golfer was arrested today by our crimes against children detective. Daniel Bowling was taken into custody as he attempted to meet a decoy posing as a 15-year-old girl. Bowling is a top 100 PGA golfer. They follow that with a correction. 
Since we first tweeted about this arrest, we've received information that Mr. Boeing is not in the PGA Tour Stop 100. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> so they were just like, we got to fact check this. Yeah. Yeah. Now. That's a bummer. Yeah. So the problem is, Carl, I don't know what happened to him here. And like, that's really hard to make him my creep, you know, especially because I don't know if he was found guilty. Yeah. Vote for He's Carl. just accused of this, you know. Right. Yeah. Vote for Carl. Yeah. But uh, also sending dick pics to a police officer. Is that really a crime? Come on. Uh, one more thing. I remember what he did now. Oh, OK. I'm going to jack it where the sun always shines. Been spreading the word now. I need to ease my mind. Been planting them apple seeds. And while the apples grow, I'm going to go out jacking it in. Oscalo County, Florida. <laughs> OK. You see, Carl. He may have been arrested in 2021 for, uh, you know, trying to talk to this 15-year-old girl, sending these videos. These charges are very, very serious. But let me tell you what I know he did. In 2018, he was caught masturbating in his hotel room in Oscola County, Florida. Again, doesn't sound too bad. Is that illegal? Because holy shit. (laughs) The problem was he was doing it in front of the open windows while staring at children playing in the pool. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Okay, that's a problem. (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah. Now, he was caught doing this uh, when parents were horrified, looked up and saw this man standing there jerking off in the window looking at their children in the pool. And he was arrested for indecent exposure, cannabis possession, and drug paraphernalia. But he eventually pled guilty to only two charges of indecent exposure. And he struck a plea deal with the court. It was handed probation only. So this guy has already jacked it (laughs) from an open window looking at children. And then he's talking to three years later, even though he was on probation for the first thing, talking to young teenage girls online. That's my creep, Daniel Bowling. He's a piece of shit. In my we, we don't know what the ages of these girls in the pool. They could have been uh, 18, 19 years well, old. you are correct, but it says children. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. Uh, 18 or 19-year-olds are teens in most of these articles. Yeah, yeah, all right. Well, he sounds like uh, he's kind of creepy there, Vinny, but let me introduce you to Travis Watkins. Now, when you think of the great golfers over the years, obviously Tiger Woods, Arnold Palmer, Jack Nicholas, and, of course, Travis Watkins. No. We've all heard his name. No. We all celebrate him. Who? For all of his feats no. in the PGA. No. <laughs> the only person who's celebrated for the feats around here are you. Now, Travis is from uh, Texas, and he's hanging out at this restaurant called Torelli's in Dallas. And uh, he's getting a little drunk. He's uh, he's putting a few back, and he starts um, getting a little angry with the staff. And threatening them with violence, mm-hmm. as one does. Yeah, I mean, maybe they weren't pouring drinks fast enough. I mean, we've all we've all been there. Again, I said this: most of these golfers are just drunk douchebags. Correct, and this is one of them. So um, they decide to call the the police, and when the police show up, they find Watkins drunk and rambling, and so they take him into custody without incident, and they head down to the city detention center. Now, this is where things escalate. Many. Oh no! This is where the problem. So he happens. didn't go quietly, is what you're trying well, to tell me. Well, he did at first, but then they're they're at the detention center, and while the officers are processing Watkins, he uh, allegedly uh, kicked one of the officers so hard it tore a ligament, dislocating her kneecap, and then he spit on the other cop. So there's a woman officer he kicked so hard, she had to have um, surgery. You don't know that. 
You don't yeah, know. I do know that. Her. She had to have surgery to repair. You don't know. You don't know how weak her knee was. She had to have surgery to repair her knee. Her kneecap that he kicked off of. She her. might have already needed surgery and just found this opportunity to get the uh, the work. Oh yeah, work I know. Comp all, all girls want to have kneecap surgery. I know. Yep, you're probably right, Vinny. That makes sense. Probably had bad legs to begin with. Not only did he do this, but he showed no remorse and began to laugh like the Joker in a mocking manner after kicking her kneecap off. So after that uh, violent exchange, they were able to restrain him and carry him from the detention center into a squad car and then to the Lou Sterrett Jail, where uh, he'll be spending the next few days. I would like to uh, point out one thing that I have learned recently. What's that, buddy? When you kick somebody in the knee like that, that's called a leg kick. <laughs> that is that is a leg kick. Very good. Look at me. Look at us I'm growing learning. as human beings. I'm learning. Before uh, your very eyes, everybody. Wapio says... Uh, he swept the leg, and Carl has a problem with that. Vote for Vinny. I couldn't agree more. All right. All right, everyone. That's my <laughs> creep. Travis Watkins got drunk and kicked a cop and spit on another cop. A drunk belligerent guy versus a guy who's jerking it to children in a swimming pool in an open window. I don't appreciate your recaps, Vinny. Why? I don't. We don't need it. We already heard your story. Okay. We, already, we got it. Fine. We get it. We know what's going on. Fine. Fine. I get it. I got it. I know Fine. what's good. I'm going to keep this on the board, though. Uh, one more thing, sir. I almost forgot. I'm going to need that in the future, I think. Nice. All right, Carl. So I believe this is time for WATC, yeah? It is. It's time for Who Are These Creepos? Who are these creepos? This is the segment on the show that we do every single week where we dissect another true crime podcast because we declare that we are the greatest true crime podcast, but we don't want to just say that and not prove it. And also, we're quite petty. So the way that we prove it is by reviewing other true crime podcasts one at a time. And that really shows the people. And I get a lot of notes from people saying, I didn't realize you guys were the best true crime show until yeah. who are these creepos? And I think that it's obvious now yeah. to everyone. I mean, I assume they all know we're pretty good. Right. And listen, no one's debating we're top five. No one's debating that. But are we number one? And that's what I'm here to prove to you today. And today I present to you a podcast called murderific and what's funny about this is i thought for sure it was about it was like how terrific murder is like that's murderific but on their website if you go to murderific.com right in the upper left corner it says murder plus horrific equals murderific so i guess it's horrific oh, murder not terrific murder okay so that, okay. that's good so good to know. i'm not gonna lie to you people they've piqued my interest okay they have my interest right now. All right. Murder plus horrific. You talking to Cousin Vinny. All right. So this is hosted by Bernadette from the state of Maine. Why she needs to explain that, I do not know. But she's excited about it. And um, she has a Patreon. And I happened to check out a show that was a Patreon show she decided to put out as, you know, we do that sometimes too. We want to have a little preview for people like, hey, if you sign up for our Patreon, this is the kind of content that you're going to get. And hopefully get some people to come over and spend a few bucks a month to check out the, the programming. Sure. So she starts off this show talking about how easy it is to support her and what you get for that. Welcome, true crime fans. It's easy to support Murderific True Crime Podcast. Go to Patreon and search for Murderific to contribute or look in our show notes for the link. Join today for monthly bonus episodes and access to the regular podcast, all ad-free. Plus, fun merch and shout-outs. 
Oh, did she say shout outs? I thought she said show notes. I thought I had to sign up to get show notes. Maybe she said shout outs. I think it was shout. I, I just heard that differently now. I think it was shout outs. Oh, okay. All right. So fun merch and how shout outs. And how am I supposed to contribute? Am I supposed to horrifically murder someone to contribute? That's another to the way show? to contribute. Yeah, there's there's multiple ways to contribute to the show, Benny. Okay. And I think you could do both, buddy. Because uh, you know, I see how you guys are killing it on subreddit surfing with the super chats. So you got enough money bouncing around over there. We read the super chats on subreddit surfing, Carl. I read super chats too. Who are these socials? Thursdays at six. I mean, who are these podcasts? YouTube channel. Jeez. I will read your super chats. Yeah. Anyway, do you ever stop? Uh, who are these podcasts to throw out a plug for the creep off like that? You ever stop in the middle of who are these? Socials? I actually did recently. Okay, I actually did recently. I think you know that it was uh. during the first segment of the show, but. Vinny, I did go ahead and look it up, and um, she has 18 people supporting her on Patreon. Oh. Now- That's when, nice of them. When you have 18 people supporting you, and the lowest tier is two bucks. She comes from a big family then? <laughs> Probably, because listen to what she writes on her Patreon page. It says, heads up from here on out, 10% of monthly Patreon proceeds will go to domestic violence organizations- the money will go to this organization listed below. Unsubscribe. If that changes, I'll let you know. Familyviolenceproject.org is where 10%. So she's making, uh, let's say, 40 bucks. All right. Maybe it's 45 bucks. Okay. So $4.50, Vinny, is going to stop domestic violence. So I don't even know if we're going to have domestic violence anymore after this. For, I think it's probably solved. For $4.50, you can't even buy a steak to put on their eye. Like, you can, there's nothing <laughs> you right. can do. Good point. That's not helpful. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good point. I, I think I've talked about this before, but, um, like, when Katrina happened, and there's, like, these things where everybody wants to donate to charity and help these poor people out who suffered through a storm and lost their house and stuff. Sure. These local bands would always put on these shows, and there's this place called Monty's Crown. You could fit like maybe 40 people. I hope Monty's Crown burns down. I hate that place. They constantly try to cram comedy shows in there. Oh, do they really? There's room for seven people yeah, in the main a, room. It's a small room. They're not even chairs in there. They're like weird little lumps of wood that are like yeah. stools. It's terrible. It's not great. And uh, I just, it's so funny because these bands would put on these shows with like five metal bands, and it's like all proceeds go to support Katrina or the fucking war in Ukraine or whatever the fuck they're doing. It's like, this is not going to solve anything, guys. Just keep the 40 bucks you made and, and pat yourself on the back. Please. Good idea. So, it's, anyway, this woman thinks that she's going to um, apparently end domestic violence. All right. So. She brings out a guest on this episode. Really? 10%? 10%. What do you think the 3650 goes to? You think the 3650 goes to cat food? Because I heard that lady's voice. That's what I'm guessing, oh, cat food. 100%. Now, they she brings on this guest, Casey. And I just want to point out the chemistry these two have. This is a good podcasting duo right here. My guest today is Casey. Howdy, folks. And I was just thinking about how we first met. I used to call you Caseykins. Ah, uh, those were the days where Burn idolized me. I didn't idolize you ever. I was mildly fond of you, though. <laughs> mildly fond. That's probably correct. How are you doing? Pretty good stuff, huh? You're riveted, I can tell. You're like, okay, wh what happens next, Carl? That guy, Casey, sounds like the kind of dude who gets hard watching fire burn things. Mm. I do not like that voice. Interesting description. That is not a good right. voice. Well, I'm not a huge fan of Burns' voice either. She's got a little vocal fry going, and uh, I'll give you an example of that right here. By the way, this is unedited, undoctored 
audio that I'm about to play for you. His name was John Cooey, age 46. He had been arrested 24 times in the last 30 years for things like theft, disorderly intoxication, DUI, fraud, and decent exposure. <laughs> what the fuck? That voice is horrible. Why are you doing a podcast? Bernadette. They threw Bernadette out of the swamp. Jesus. <laughs> Stop it already. Stop That's it. Uh, not great content either. No, it's, it's really not great, Vinny. I'll be real honest with you. This content was uh, was tough to get through. So so are you saying that these people aren't going to meet us in the top five? I don't think so, buddy. Okay. I don't think so because this guy, Casey, breaks a rule right out of the gate. And he admits it, but it doesn't stop him. I recently read in some Facebook groups that you're not supposed to announce the alcohol that you're drinking. Nope. You know, some people just hate that. But I do want to share today that I'm drinking this awesome 2000, probably 18 vintage of Vendange. Was that $5? It was eight for a liter and a half. Wow. Case doesn't play by the rules, man. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I like that he said. My jokes don't go. Fuck you, Casey. I like that he said. I saw on Facebook people don't watch you talking about what you're drinking. Yeah. And they also don't watch you drinking. Yeah. Is the other thing, too. Yeah, I mean, she, we got Frog Lady and the drunk yes. with a creepy voice. Awesome show. I mean, it's it's basically 50% of all true crime podcasts is this exact makeup. Yeah. You know, I'm assuming Casey's gay because it's usually a girl with an annoying voice and a gay guy. Yeah. Is how true crime podcasts work. You know, we thought about adopting that, and Carl was just going to pound White Claws during the show, and it was to be called White Claw Law. Mm, yes. With Carl and Vinny. Yes, Finney. correct. And then I was like, I don't know, I like High Noons better, and... uh Kind of changed the whole trajectory of our show. Yeah, we just went with the creep off instead. Yes, correct. Yeah, and we decided not to do the alcohol thing. But, you know, I sometimes wonder, would our show be better if we were both ragingly drunk and slurring our words? Hey, I hear there's an open time slot Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Maybe we could do a show. No, there isn't. Oh, there's not? Oh, okay. I thought that was an open time slot on the network. Which network? This network. The Creep Off Network? <laughs> yeah, the Creep Off Network. <laughs> we don't have a network, Carl. No, let's just start making networks. You want to do that? That'd be fun. No. Other people do that. Yeah. It's We're funny. better than that. It's funny, though. We're better than that. I know. Um, I've, I've proven that time and time again. Now, Vinny, one thing that we don't do on this show, and maybe we should, is trigger warnings. Because people tune into true crime podcasts we, thinking it's all going to be safe content. We start with the little disclaimer at the beginning. It's true. That's true. But we need we need something like this. This case is about a child murder, and the details are pretty sickening. It did kill me to research this one, so you have been warned. Oh, well, listen, if kids are getting killed, well, then I have to tap out. I mean, that's, too, that's just too murderific for me. I, I feel like that's uh, being a little bit pearl-clutchy, ma'am. A little bit, yeah. A little it's bit. like we're listening to a true crime show. We know. We know I, something bad's going to happen. Let's let's put it that way. Should we come up with a new uh, disclaimer at the beginning where we're just like, you're going to get triggered, motherfuckers. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. And then like have like uh, the sound of a gun. Like we're, we're clocking a gun, and then you hear children getting mowed down, like something like that, to let people know it's going to be bad. You know what? Maybe we should do the trigger warning after we do the horrific shit. Be like, by the way, <laughs> should have told you this before that. Uh, creep off disclaimer contest. Yes. <laughs> Send in your creep off disclaimer. I, I love it. If someone could tell Matthew Lewinsky 
the next letter that he sends could be a disclaimer contest. I'm dead serious. If you if you send me the winner of this, I'll give you a uh, a supercast <laughs> subscription. I don't give those out very often, but I'll give you one. If you give me the best new creep off disclaimer, I love it. I think that's a good idea. Okay. All right. That's so, I had a uh, I had a wheel of consequence idea too. Oh, what's that? Yeah, simple Piazza Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> I love it. And since you're a Cubs fan, you got to get the Mets one. Yep. And since I like the Padres, I'd have to get the Dodgers one, which is extra. Oh, yeah. piazza Okay. Ugh. Okay, I get All it. Right. Uh, since you're interrupting me, I might as well just pull up this um, super chat from Dayla, two bucks. And hashtag never vote for Vinny. Yes, I follow that hashtag regularly on all the socials. He follows me and unfollows me on Twitter every day. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. All right, getting back to uh, this podcast. So it's about a nine-year-old girl, Jessica, who was abducted from her home, uh, raped over and over again over a weekend, and then murdered. And um, she tells us a little bit about Jessica, some things that we need to know about this child. Jessica was a happy child who loved holidays. She loved holidays. Have you ever described someone as someone who loved holidays? I've never heard that. What a horrific personality trait. Yeah, she hangs out like at the Hallmark store for hours. She just she loves holidays so much. Her favorites are actually Star Wars Day and Talk Like a Pirate Day. Are her two favorite holidays. Yeah. No wonder it didn't end well for little Jessica. <laughs> what the fuck is that? She loved holidays. She enjoyed celebrating things, did she? That's what that's what that is. Celebrating is fun. Yeah. People like holidays, Christmas, Thanksgiving, anything with a big meal with family where gifts are exchanged. Yeah, kids seem to like that. Then he brings it right back to food again. Right back to food. Can you smell my sandwich from over there? Yes. Smells good, doesn't it? Yeah. Is that, yeah. Was that turkey? Yeah, it is turkey. And I got the the um, whole wheat bread that they make there. Very good. Motherfucker. All right. Now, I actually had something very in common with Jessica because she's You're going to be raped to death, too? Possibly. But before that, she actually has the exact same interests that I do. I couldn't believe it. She loved stuffed animals, going to church, and she did really well in school. Holy shit! We're like the same person, her and I. Did you do well in school, Carl? I did very well in school, yes. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I had um, six college credits for calculus before I ever went to college. And look at what I'm doing with it now, Vinny. Laughing at jerks. Cool, cool brag. <laughs> laughing at jerks. Cool brag. Is what I'm doing. But, I mean, come on. Stuffed animals, church. I mean, this is cool shit that this girl's into. Yep. I yep. totally get it. What could possibly go wrong here? Yeah, what, what could possibly go wrong? Now, I tune into this show, Murderific, for the true crime, but I stay for the commentary. Uh-huh. Mark's mom immediately called 911. What you would do, like, if your kid was missing... I don't even know how much I'd look around. I would just call the police. I'd be so scared. I can't even imagine. Yeah. So apparently when your child is missing, calling the police is pretty normal to do. I'd be so scared. I would call 911 too. Would you? Did you? Do you remember that show we reviewed for WATP where it was like the adults try to sound like kids? Yes. I feel like that's what we just heard there. Listen to those voices again. Ugh. I just killed, I just took it off the board. Oh, good. Never but, mind. But you people at home can rewind. 15 seconds and hear it again. Or don't. Or don't. Live your life. Um, So she has a hard time coming up with the right word here. He's like the bottom of the bottom. The lowest of the low. He's a garbage man. I can't even think of a word for him. He's garbage. He's a leech. 
to society. Yeah. The word is pedophile is the, the word that you were looking for. There is a word for that. Yeah. When you rape children, it's called a pedophile. But I like that she calls him a garbage man. I'm like, well, that actually is a thing. <laughs> like, if you're her garbage man, you got to look at her sideways from now. You're like, yeah. what the fuck? What the fuck? What did I ever do to you? I work for the city, bitch. Yeah, I, I clean up your garbage. I never complained. You don't even give me a president at Christmas time. What, what's wrong with it? What's going I on am here? a bit of a leech. I am a bit of a leech. <laughs> give me that. Um, all right. And then this is the last clip I have here. And I just have a question about this. Oh, good. As he became addicted to crack cocaine, his crimes became more... Like sexually assaulting young children. How do they become more like sexually assaulting children? Was he fucking midgets? That, that's even more like sexually assaulting well, children. Well, see, what happened was when he first started off, he was just straight up assaulting children, like punching them ah, in the face and yes, kicking okay. them. And then he just started grabbing dicks and fingering holes. R- okay, it became more like that. Like at first he had a boner. Sure. And then he, yeah, okay, I get sure. it. It started off just pure violence yep. that and, turned into love. And then he was copping a feel. I get yeah, it. Like okay. Charles so that's um, that's my presentation for you today. Oh, murderific sucks. Um, so oh, but I got to read more from her Patreon page. This always bothers me for some reason. Okay. When people talk about why should you donate to my show? And they want to talk about how much work they put into their show and how they deserve to be paid because of all the work they do. So it says, welcome, murderific true crime fans. Thank you for your interest in helping to support my true crime podcast. Please consider being our patron and becoming part of the Murderific Podcast family. Each episode takes many hours of research, writing, editing, and narration. Right now, the show is going by my sheer love of the true crime genre. Podcasts are expensive to create with website costs, equipment costs, editing costs, etc. Editing costs. Are podcasts expensive to create? I don't think they are at all. I I think when I first started podcasting, all I had to do was buy a microphone. When you a USB microphone. I you just had the one for everyone when you started. That's true. And it was fine. That's true. Talk about a fucking American success story. <laughs> it really was not a great setup when we first started doing the show over at my basement. No, but here not we great. Are. Started from the bottom, now we're here. That's right. Why should you become a patron of Murderific? Well, the knowledge that you are helping a small podcast grow and become bigger and better. Why would I care about that? <laughs> the knowledge. You're not selling me. Do on you this. think that I would Wait. subscribe to this? I go out and say, hey, listen, you all better look at me different. I'm helping a small podcast right. get a little bit better. I don't even like the show. I'm just giving her money so that she can someday get better. Like, how about this for a reason to support the show? You like the show and you want to hear bonus episodes. Not not like, hey, I know this sucks, but if you give me some money, maybe I'll mm. get better at some point. It's such a bad fucking approach. Like yeah, I know it's it's it's, it's 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 almost the same approach as when people do their first episode of their show, and they go, "Don't judge me. It's just the first episode, bitch. The first episode better be good." Yeah, you don't have to put it out if it's not good. That was the thing we were doing. That um, I had Ray Devito on my show this Who? past week on WTP, and we were checking out this improv show, and uh, it was like. They got this big write-up in the Detroit Free Press, and, and you know, there's other people talking about it. And their very first episode was the worst thing you've ever seen. It's like, don't start with the, with the worst possible episode. It's what people are going to check out. Dummies. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> terrific. Trevor Zero says, for $4.99, thank you, Trevor Zero. My favorite podcasts are the ones where the hosts sound like they're deep-throating glass shards. <laughs> well, then, this might be the, the show for you, then. Murderific podcast. Thank you, Alex, for uh, turning me on to that one. 
All right. Well, Carl, I guess that means it's time for voicemails. Yes. And those are brought to you by the city of Syracuse. The Creepoff voicemail segment is brought to you by the city of Syracuse. Today, Syracuse honors the great Jim Brown. To this day, we still have no idea how he managed to beat out all those white running backs. See you. <laughs> Holy shit, <laughs> right. Holy shit, McBride. A lot of people had the same note, and uh, that note is that I'm stupid. Vinny, in the Bart story, you said the guy was wearing a baklava. The word is balaclava. A baklava is a dessert, you fat fuck. Hey, Vinny, I got a voicemail. Yeah. Vinny, the word you're looking for is balaclava. Baklava is a Middle Eastern dessert. You fat. I guess a lot of people <laughs> had the exact same thought. That's hilarious. And I don't blame them. I'm a dumb idiot. That's fine. Uh, da, da, da. Listen, we're Americans. We don't have to know anything about anything. It's great. Works out well for us. Okay. Well, they didn't hear the sound on mine. So you got any more? I do. I have one more over okay. here. Mr. Magenta called into the show. Why don't you have sound in your voicemail? I don't know. That's a bummer. I'm going to get it fixed, though, right oh, now. Right. I got it covered. Go ahead. Hey, this is Mr. Magenta, and this is for the creep-off and Ginny. So I was listening to the latest WATP, and Carl says, oh, we got a new letter from Podcast Hitman. I'm going to read at the end of the episode. And I thought, oh, that was funny. That's funny, because it seems like something he'd say for the creep-off. And then at the end of the episode, he says, ah, we're running late. I'm not going to do it. I'll read it next time. I really hope... He did that because Vinny was just texting him furiously saying, save it for the creep off, you club-butted motherfucker. All right, thank you, fuck you, bye. 40 seconds. Almost. You almost got that. You know, right. Vinny true was story. very unhappy that I was going to read that WTP. I will say this. I was, and I voiced my displeasure to you. I did not text you about it. True. Because I would never listen to your show live. Hmm. Um, I hope this will come through for everybody. What an asshole. <laughs> what a fucking asshole. Carl, did you leave enough? Tithing, or do you just put 20 bucks in there? It's 10% of your annual income. So divide that by 12. That's how much you should have given. Maybe I'll even be generous. Divide by four for the week that you went. Carl, if you didn't do it, you have to go back and give the right amount of money. Or Jesus will not accept your soul into heaven. Also, did you take communion? Because if you did and you're not baptized, then you're a heretic and you're going to burn in hell. So, you know, I hope you didn't do that, Carl. Fuck, dude. Fun I'll, story. I'll Fun story. Um, I, I, I believe taking communion is a Catholic thing. This was not a Catholic church. Sure. But I am baptized. I am baptized uh, Catholic. So there's that. I don't know why. Gross. <laughs> My parents were not Catholics, but um, for some reason I was By baptized. the way, your parents are recommended to be friends with me on Facebook the other day. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. A Facebook algorithm really knows its stuff. Yeah. It's good stuff. I have some thoughts on your father's Facebook page. Maybe would you like to book me on who are these socials so we can discuss it? <laughs> <laughs> now, you might notice when I do talk about my Facebook friends and what they post on there, I don't give uh, full names or anything. I'm not trying to out anyone specifically. It sounds like you're trying to out someone. Okay. So I'm going to say no to that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, last one I got. It's a downbeat, retard, not the upbeat. You clap on the downbeat. You fucking, fucking, you need more band practice. You need more of that. If you're clapping on the up, fuck you, you idiot. No wonder you don't sing in your songs. Another one, one thing is, 
Oh, no, one thing has to do with the other. Uh, I thought you were supposed to clap on the upbeat. How would I know? All right. How the fuck would I know? Do I pretend to be a musician like you? Wow. Fighting words, Vinny. No, I'm saying you are a musician. Oh. I don't pretend to be a musician like <laughs> you. I'm, trying to, I'm pretending to be a musician. Yeah, that's exactly what I meant. <laughs> what the fuck? Manny Muskets, $2 super sticker. What's up, Manny? He says uh, Vinny's going to get the tax deduction on that tithe, by the way. Perfect. Yay, super chats. How much did you put in there? How much did you give those shysters? I, I think I gave him 12 bucks. I had a five and like seven ones. Uh, I shoved in there. Yeah, that seems like an excessive amount of money. Ten percent. That's what they ask for. Is that dude. what they ask for? Ten percent of your income. Jeez, Louise. Gross, not net, people. Gross, not net. In the words of Reverend Lovejoy. <laughs> Carl, you ready for a scum parade? Uh, yeah. All right. Let's good. do a scum parade. Scum parade. Take me on a raid of these fuck charades that these creeps have made. Scum Parade, Vinny and Carl gonna tell you about some fuck shit. Scum Parade, like stories of a kid fucked by his mom or dad. Soaking up the blood of a cat, Scum Parade. I feel like we've talked a lot about Florida today. We have. So let's start in Toronto. Okay. An exotic pet owner was caught on camera assaulting a man with a living python in a bizarre street fight. See, they really need to ban assault snakes in Canada. This is getting too out of control right now. Completely agreed. The attacker, who was identified by the police as 45-year-old Larinello Avila, was arrested when stunned passersby alerted the police of the commotion near Little Italy in Toronto. It is little tiny Italy up there. But a video went viral online showing the moments before the police officers broke up the fight in the middle of the street. Now, I have the video, Carl. Would you like to watch it yeah, with I me? Yeah, I haven't seen this video. This this reminds me of, like, the crazy cat lady in The Simpsons. You're just, like, chucking cats at everybody. This guy's just th- throwing snakes. All right. Here That's we, pretty fun. Here we go. No sound on this. Okay. But, yeah, the guy's got the snake, and he's, like... He's taunting him with the fucking snake. Yeah, he was, like, throwing at that dude's Jordans. And now the snake's just on the ground, yeah, just sitting there oh, like they're no, stepping on step it. On it. Oh my god! Oh! What yeah. the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's just insane. The man is just flailing at him, and the other guy is like backing up. And I can't imagine. Ah, he's coming back for more. Jesus. He's still going. They're still going. He's got the snake in his hand, and the snake is just kind of dealing with it the way a snake does. It just flops around. Yeah, I don't know what the snake could possibly do. Yeah, there's back. Now the guy. Oh. So the guy with the bag tried to attack him. Don't attack a man with a snake who's ready to use it. Yeah. Oh, he's not afraid to use this thing. That's a pet, too. Yeah. Fucking Canada. So the cops end up rolling up on these guys. But uh, isn't that insane? (laughs) That's insane. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. The... uh, the Toronto police said they received a call about a man threatening people with a, py- uh, with a python on Dundas Street, which is a pretty ca- populated area downtown. Sure. A witness told police media that the two men were arguing back and forth while the victim warned passersby that Avelia was holding a python. So this guy was out there like, hey, man, I'm trying to menace and scare people with my python. Stop blowing up my spot. And it evolved into what we just saw, Carl. Oh, yeah. He had a python. He was ready to use it for sure. Yeah. Now, this is uh, open carry python. 
Yeah, this guy was charged with uh, animal cruelty. Good. And uh, he has been locked up, which I think is absolutely correct. I'm not a big fan of snakes, but I don't think they should be used as weapons. Agreed. I don't think I they don't, should use them as a whip. I had never felt sorry for a snake in my life yeah, until right. that. Until that, yeah. I've watched people chop their heads off with shovels. I've seen all sorts of stuff, and I've never felt bad until this asshole. Yeah. This, this Canadian dickhead. Carl, let's move on to Australia today, shall we? And the snake doesn't need this guy's help. The snake's like, listen, I can bite this asshole if you want me to. You don't have to throw me at him. Just put me down. I'll crawl yeah, up his right. leg and I, I'll I start squeezing. This, this is what I do. It's not a problem. We're a team here. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, Carl, Australia. Do you ever keep in touch with anyone from your graduating class? Uh, sure, yeah. yeah. I, have, I have friends. Uh, what's that like? <laughs> it's, it's neat. Okay. <laughs> Victoria police are investigating after multiple women came forward to report that they had received letters containing handwritten messages and used condoms. And that's not a good way to pick up women? No. Noted. No. If you want to do the old used condom trick, you got to throw them at their front door. Mm, got it. Okay. So they see you the next day when they go to work. Nice. The letters have been mailed to residential addresses across Melbourne's southeastern and eastern suburbs. More than 65 female victims who attended Kilbreda College and Mentone, have come forward so far many have received multiple letters. The first incident was reported to police on March 20th, with the most recent occurring last Monday, as far as I know. Now, here's the interesting part. All of these 65 women who received this letter, they all graduated in the year 1999. Yeah, they're all in the same class. So, Vinny, could you imagine being the girl... Who doesn't get the used condom in the mail? Like, you see this story, and you're like, well, what's, what's wrong with me? You're checking the mailbox every day, just hoping that there's a gooey used condom in there so you can feel pretty and feel good about yourself? Nope. It's just more of those, uh, <laughs> just more letters from the cable company. Yep. Political ads. No used what a condom. Bu- what a for- bummer. No used condom. I'm never going to use condom in the mail. Mm. Guess I'm not hot enough. Old fatty Franny over there gets nothing. <laughs> Some dude in Australia is jerking off into condoms and mailing them to women he graduated with, Carl. I would think that after you come, you're like, oh, this was a dumb idea. <laughs> I'm not going to do this. No, this motherfucker's buying a stamp. Yeah. No, I know he's he's committed. I'd love to read those letters. My question is this. like, Do you think he dropped them off in bulk? Do you think like he? I mean, there's 65 of them. That's 65 loads. Well, so, and some of them got multiple ones, so it's more than 65. Uh, that's a that's a, a hard day right there. What a he's gonna be sore. He's gonna be sore in the morning. You think the girl who got a bunch of them was like gives one to old fat Franny? He's like, here you oh, go. So you don't idea. feel bad. Yeah, like crosses out her name and writes Franny on it and puts it in the mail. Here you go, Franny. You got one too, I Franny. choo choo choose you. <laughs> picture of a train uh, it's a pretty good gag yeah he wants to run a train on me here you go <laughs> oh god dude at least he's using protection this guy's creepier than podcast hitman this is a creepier letter than what podcast hitman said your wife that well possibly i don't okay. think you can get condoms in jail so maybe that's the only reason why oh yeah you can't get pregnant either <laughs> right <laughs> so there you go now uh cops are trying to figure this out if anybody has any information please contact australian crime stoppers who gives a fuck who gives who the a fuck shit? would have information <laughs> okay whatever my next door neighbor jerks off a lot yeah right I, he's always buying condoms i never see girls show up to his yeah. house this guy's constantly mailing letters <laughs> it's dumb yeah i mean 
you can tell somebody's a creep if they're actually going to the post office and dropping off letters. True. There's yes. something going on. Those people should be questioned. Should be brought in for questioning. Hey, Carl. Yes, sir. Uh, let's keep up with tradition here. Creepiest employment for a man? Uh, I would say a nurse. I think you're correct. A Munich court has sentenced a 27-year-old nurse to life in prison for murdering two patients by deliberately administering unprescribed drugs so he could be, quote, left in peace. Who says Germans aren't funny? They're fucking efficient. That's funny. The nurse identified only as Mario G was also found guilty on six counts of attempted murder, a spokesperson for the Munich District Court in southern Germany said on Monday. During his trial, Mario G admitted to injecting patients with sedatives and other drug cocktails while working in the recovery room at the Munich hospital. I want to be left in peace, he told the court. Yeah, like, these people are in there. I know you're in pain, but moaning over and over again is not helping anyone. Quiet the fuck down and leave these poor nurses alone. Yeah, we know it hurts. Yeah, we know I know. It hurts. I know you're in pain. That's why you're in the hospital. Shut up. We get it. That's the busiest part of the hospital, I would imagine. The, the recovery part- room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People who just got out of surgeries and shit. You got to keep an eye on them. Make sure their levels are. You got to be checking their shit constantly. Sure. If they're awake or not awake. Wait a second, Vinny. You sound like a male nurse. Is there something I don't know about you? Oh, he's been found out. We figured it out. I gotta go, you guys. We are creeps, after all. There's the proof we needed. I'd rather be caught with a copy of The Last Jedi than a nursing (laughs) diploma. (laughs) Carl. (laughs) That's pretty funny. (laughs) Thank you. And scene. All right. According to the prosecutors, he administered the drugs because he wanted to be left alone during his shift when he was often hungover. Oh, okay. Now I get it. Yeah. Because, listen... There are many times that I've been hungover at work, and I want to inject Vinny with sedatives. A lot of Mondays that I'm here, and I'm like, would this guy just shut the fuck up? Can I just strangle him or murder him somehow? He just won't stop talking. You just want to make the murderific podcast. That would be a nice bonus. (laughs) No, it wouldn't. So two patients died as a result of Mario G's actions. One was 80, the other one was 89. The case recalled, uh, well, whatever. Either way, this guy, he is uh, sentenced to life in prison. He just was hung over and decided to fucking straight up murder your grandparents. Oh, bitch, bitch, bitch. Why do they even hire men to that job? I don't They're know. They're not nurturers. Men that, are not correct. nurturers. That is correct. They get annoyed. They get annoyed very easily. You know how often this guy was tired of just saying, walk it off. Fucking mouthy people. Now, Carl, let's end the scum parade the best way we know how. From Germany to Florida. Carl. Someone asked if we're going to be talking about producer Joe, (laughs) a different person in Florida. By the way, I didn't watch it, but E-Rock sent me a note that um, on Kumi's Cucks yesterday, Chad Z-Rock was checking out the Isotopes playing Black Betty at this very club. 
and uh, I guess was was digging it. I, I think Chad and I are, are buddies now. Wow, great. <laughs> so, whichever be, way the I, fucking wind blows with you people. I knew you'd be excited for me. Dude, you know how much I don't give a fuck? <laughs> Carl, do you have ever had a cleaning person? You ever oh, had, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I love cleaning people. Yeah, they're great. Because, you know, honestly, Vinny, I like making a mess. I don't want to clean it up. I want somebody else to take care of it for me. The real heroes of the world. Anybody who's willing to clean up my mess. Yes. They're great. Now, we're you know gonna... what they won't do cleaning people? Will not wipe your ass. No matter how much how nicely you ask. Yeah. They're, they're not you can get down them. on all fours and wave it at them. They're not going to do anything. <laughs> yeah, even if you follow them around the house with your, your butt sticking out, they still won't do it. With your pants around your knees, yep. just wiggling. It ain't going to happen. <laughs> well, let's tell you about another thing that they won't do, Carl. Here's a great story for you. A housekeeper entered a deadly site Wednesday afternoon in Naples, Florida. According to the police and the Collier's County Sheriff's Office around 2.30 p.m., a maid was called by one of her clients, Anthony Michael Corrado, and asked her to come on over and clean up a, quote, real mess Mm -hmm. at uh, his grandparents' home. Okay. When she arrived to the house, she, in the suburb of Golden uh, Gate Estate, she noticed Corrado, 34, was covered in blood. The woman went into the bedroom and heard heavy breathing and saw a large blue tarp on the floor and something moving underneath. She began to unwrap the tarp and found Corrado's grandmother with a plastic bag over her head. When she attempted to remove the bag, Corrado said, hey, stop it. (laughs) Yeah. You're going to get blood everywhere. What are you doing? Not make it messier. Jesus. I'm going to take that out of your pay if you ruin the rug. Corrado then told the woman to help her get rid of his grandmother's body before his grandfather got home from the grocery store. And I also need you to disable the cameras while you do it. This is what he tells the cleaning lady. Yeah, I mean, there are some messes that you make that you do have to clean up yourself. There are some things you can't ask for others to help you with. This would be one of Murdering your grandma would be one of them. Now, the housekeeper insisted we call 911, but Corrado, who has a long rap sheet, told her no because he, quote, didn't want to go back to prison. Yeah, if you call the police, I'll get in trouble. What are you thinking? <laughs> I told you. Why do you think I told you to turn the cameras on? What do we pay you for? Yeah, what is going on here? This lady's not getting it. She's not figuring out what's going on. Now, this woman is terrified. This uh, guy's covered in blood. There's a dead <laughs> There's a dead lady sitting there. Yeah. Uh, almost dead lady. And... She uses her brain and figures out a great way to get out of this because this guy is so completely insane. He legitimately thinks she's going to clean it up. She says, okay, I'll tell you what I'll do. I got a bunch of cleaning products in my car. Let me go out there and grab them. I'll grab the old dust buster. Yeah, yeah. We'll oh, I didn't realize stuff. I was going to need bleach for this job. I'll be right back. Can Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. Yep. I mean, she goes out to her car, jumps in the car, peels out of the driveway, flags down cops. The cops show up at the house, and Corrado is arrested. Obviously, he's facing second-degree murder charges and aggravated battery she did of a die, person yes. over 65. Yeah, yeah she was yeah. dead. She was 82. Uh, by the time the cops got there, she was found dead. Uh, the 70 year, 74-year-old grandfather who had returned from the store was, quote, s- said she was still alive and wrapped in a blanket, the report said. Oh, wait. That's right. The 74-year-old grandfather who had returned from the store was still alive and wrapped in a blanket. The second victim, who also had injuries consistent with blood, had trauma, was taken by helicopter to the Gulf Coast Medical yeah, Center. Yeah, so, the, so the cleaning lady didn't help him in time. Yep. And then the thing he didn't want to have happen happens. Yeah, so Grandpa's got to fucking take a shot to the head. Grandpa shows up, and you know he's going to be like, hey, where's my wife? Because they're always asking questions like that, if you have grandparents, you know what I mean? And he's like, 
I, I don't know where she is, but it's fine. Don't worry about it. And eventually he had to fucking beat the crap out of him too because he was probably going to snitch on him. These people. And it's funny too because in the report, it talks about what lovely grandparents these people are. Yeah, and he's a piece of shit. Just once, I would love for the the, the story to be like, and people say these, these people are kind of assholes and kind of deserved it, so no one's really too upset about it. You know, just one time, I'd like to read that. It's just pretty shocking that all the good people are the ones who are getting murdered. Although I will say, now that I think about it, because we're, we're going to pivot to podcast hitman, uh, Matthew Lewinsky's girlfriend, Jerry, I didn't see a single person say that they knew her or that she was a good person or they liked her. And I read every news report I could on that thing. And not a single person was like, and that poor woman. Someone sent me her that. Facebook page. I looked at her Facebook page. Uh-huh. Pictures of her as a kid and stuff. It's really like. Oh, wait, what? Yeah. I uh, didn't know that. Yeah, I'll send it to you. Because so she she's not a, a trans person? I don't know. Well, the, I mean, pictures said, do, the pictures do not necessarily. You saw her as a kid, though. Yeah. So, so was a she as a kid. Sure, like, you can't tell. Oh. Like, just kind of gender, generic Interesting. clothing. Interesting. I got to ask Lewinsky about that. We have a lot to talk about. We have a lot to catch up with with podcasts. He's not going to tell you if she had a, if she was a dude or not. What do you mean? He Why not? You're his hero. Yeah. You're his hero. <laughs> I am. I'm pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're cool. All right. All right. I should probably read this letter. I should read it on WATP, though. I said I would. Is it about WATP? Yes. Is it about the show in any way? No. Does he confess to the murder in this letter in any way? Uh, I don't remember. I read it uh, weeks ago. <laughs> All right. We'll just read it. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So he says, now, quick backstory. If you're just joining us, you're not familiar with this. There was a man named Matthew Winsky who uh, lives in a suburb of Detroit in Michigan. And um, he was a big fan of the show. He used to be active on our Discord and he would write to me, DM me all the time, uh, things about Patrick Michael, uh, Patty Seacups, Patty Broken Skull, Patty Pukewater, that guy. And he would send me uh, all this information. And eventually, I had him on my show. Yep. Because he was did a great job of uh, researching what Patrick Michael was up to. And at that time, he said, now, Carl, I'll no longer be able to help you with the show anymore. I have a, a long-term girlfriend, and I need to devote my time to her. And I said, that makes zero sense, but whatever. Do what you got to do. Buddy. Best of luck. Best of luck to you. May the wind be at your back. So that was in April. And then fast forward to December, January. All of a sudden he's active again. And he's sending us all this information. And, you know, I don't know. I, I assume they broke up or something. And he was able to all of a sudden get back into podcasts. Well, you assumed and, right. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. So it turns out that he's uh, murdered her in their uh, home. They lived, you know, they live in like a townhouse. Uh, Apartment. Yeah. Yeah. But but it, an apartment, but they have a basement. Yeah, it's like a it's a townhouse. Yeah. But the father owns like the little complex that this is in. Mm. Matthew Lewinsky's dad is the owner, from what I understand. Yeah, I know he at least owns that unit. I don't know if he owns the whole thing. Oh, okay. I thought he did. But he was living. Matthew was was living there on his dad's dime, and his dad I think was in an old folks' home or something. So anyway, he murdered his girlfriend. And um, what's crazy about it is that he didn't know what to do with the body, so he just decided to figure it out at a future date yeah so he kept on uh kept saying and punt yeah <laughs> just kept punting that to do list day. that to do list never that one never got crossed out for some reason he tried to take a little bit of her out because apparently there were strips of flesh removed from her back yeah according to all the information we've seen and we still do not know what that is about correct i so, assumed cannibalism but that's just me we don't know we don't know we don't know we do like speculating though and yep. we like making stuff up so matthew lewinsky 
was caught because he had a some type of breakdown, and uh, he had an incident where he was wandering around in his underwear, talking nonsense, and so the police brought him into custody. And then when they checked the house, they realized that there was a decaying body in the basement. Well, actually, his sister did. Matthew Lewinsky's sister, yeah, was the one who discovered it. Yeah, my so. future sister-in-law was down in the basement, officer. Yeah. This is a horrifying... There was a really bad smell. All the neighbors knew something was going on, but nobody knew exactly. So anyway, crazy story, because Matt Lewinsky, he would used to do these videos from his basement, like right next to where the dead body was, where he would be like exercising and stuff. Yeah. And, um, so you know, on one of our was. bonus episodes, we watched the uh, footage from the police that day. Yes. And the sister did not act super shocked about this. No, she was very calm. When the Which police came and talked to her. Tells me a lot about Matthew. Yes. She was not surprised. Yeah. All right. So so he's been reaching out and he sent a new letter. Yeah. So apparently Alex sent him a letter recently. So he responded to Alex's letter, but mailed it to RPO box at WATP. And he says, Alex, sorry, Carl. The letter you wrote and sent April 2023 is the first I've gotten from you since October 2021. So I've not been avoiding you all i had no idea i was being written to i think it might be case related because others haven't had an issue don't know what any of that means first and foremost i'm absolutely devastated that croge has quit watp this is more disappointing than a watp music episode hashtag slutsband.com that's a catchy song he remembers that uh-huh uh-huh very good i may have to jerk off to bikini babes to get over this I'm about to go down some flaming Hot Cheetos-covered honey buns in his honor. I'm about to down some flaming. Okay, so he's going to have a snack. Yeah. He's going to jerk off and have a snack. Yeah. Prison sounds tough. I'll let Croge know. <laughs> He'll be very happy to hear that. When you see him at band practice, let him know. Hey. I will. I hope he has the flaming Hot Cheetos, then tries to jerk off, and some of that cheese dust gets in his dick hole. Oh, come on. We're friends with Matthew. It's I'm good. not friends with him. He's our buddy. Nope. <laughs> I have no clue who Cardiff Electric, Blind Mike, Dr. Steve are. For some reason, Chad Z sounds familiar. Yeah, he was on our show back when you were listening. Uh, I wish I had real internet to find out. The web here is sanitized. We had ESPN and Pluto TV, but ESPN stopped working, and Pluto had boobs. Django and too many movies the administration didn't want people to watch. I can see where Django Unchained would get people riled up a little bit. Yeah, the opening scene alone is probably not what you want the prisoners <laughs> watching for movie funny. time. That's funny. Um, besides, I have zero dollars to access the internet. Most things in here are pay more later. So, you know, uh, one of the things that we find from these letters is he's always asking for money. Yeah. He always needs money. And um, it's too bad they don't have super chats in jail, I guess. <clears throat> I bet he would do well. If you can set up a channel and take Super Chats. I will never send him anything, dude. It seems WTP is now larger than a Carl, Mean Doug, Kevin, and Andy orgy. Impressive. I have podcast recommendations to roast. Despite no money for the tablet slash internet, there is an education side where... How are the education all? They have podcasts. Okay. The way this guy writes, I'm they, sorry. Do they teach you how to write on any of those podcasts? Uh, so he, he says, death or prison, ear hustle, chappy, and others. Mostly meh. What the fuck happened to the WATP poon? Where are they all leaving? Who's Hannah and Lucy? Why haven't I been sent any cool pics? 
Seriously. You get accused of one crime and everyone forgets you. Uh-huh. Did he really fucking write that? Yeah. He gets accused of one crime and now we've all forgotten about him. We're not even sending him Hannah's, uh... What was he, holding the body for a friend? <laughs> it's not mine, officer. You gotta believe me. <laughs> he yeah. didn't write that. I swear, I swear to God. Why? Get the fuck... <laughs> you get accused of... Yeah, you got accused of murder because they found the body in your fucking basement, you psycho. And didn't he admit it? I, I'm pretty sure he confessed right away. If I'm not mistaken. I don't know, it's been a couple of years now. Last thing before I get on to other business... What's being said about me? Outside of missing my Patty Seacups coverage and the occasional cringe of the week, I'm nothing special. But there's the bum next grotto. Oh, but where's the bum next grotto, Ben? Dude, don't return letters? Oh, I guess he's been writing letters to people and people aren't getting back to him. Okay, so I think I know the pick of melons I sent, but I don't remember why or any context. Um... Burnt as fuck. Burnt, adjective, American English. Having spent so much time in jail, you forget simple things. It's jail dementia. Look, man, being 34 and dating younger, cool. But dating someone who can't get into a bar, can't run a hotel room, and probably can't drive, not cool. Plus, she's a meth addict. Red flag. What is he talking about? Carl, what he's doing right now? What's he doing? Is he gaslighting me? What, what's happening? Hey. It's time to victim blame. The creep off. Victim blame. <laughs> it's all about the blame. And where you lay it, victim blame. We'll say it. He's calling her an alcoholic drug addict. Okay, is that what he's saying? That sounds like what he's saying. Okay. Well, maybe, well, I mean, Jerry just super chatted us. The victim here, two bucks. Don't believe him. He killed me. Thank you, Jerry. I have him singing in jail. I have another song from him. Oh, good. Baby, you're dead. I'm going it all on you. Holy <laughs> shit. All right. He says, I see so many addicts in here. It ain't worth the hassle. Clearly, you have a lot of money, and she's a smart stripper, LOL. Also moving. Between the two letters I got from Pennsylvania to Ohio, the postage marks don't lie, means higher quality of freak. Also, your WATP royalty, use that to get all of the pod poon you can. Some of that poon may be throwing a hot dog down a hallway, but you tapped that. Get that Chrissy Mayer snatch. Good luck with the garden. I'm craving fresh veggies, salsa, pickles. He's responding to some letter here that I am not familiar with. Yeah. Right? This is um, insanity. Okay. As for me, I'm okay. 2023 has been a bit of a cluster, but I'm still alive. Pops died in January, and I wasn't allowed to go to the funeral. Uh, that's too bad. <laughs> well, either was Jerry. But I reconnected with one of... With one Bree and his family, they wrote Carl, because I'm trying to get to the bottom of the 2022 um, Amazon package mystery. I've been moved three times, separated from my few friends, and left on a depressing floor. I made the Lexus Law Library. I started a 
class, Fast Track, a substance abuse STD class. Mostly I took it because it was something to do. Most of the day is spent in one fishbowl slash hamster cage. We can play cards, chess, dominoes, watch TV, chop it up, or hang in our rooms. The floor I'm on now, the TV comes on at 10 instead of 8 a.m. We have antenna only, so most days it's local TV affiliate for news first, plus the one chick's hot. (laughs) He's watching local news because the chick's hot. He's a horny motherfucker. I know, a poor guy. Uh, Then fave TV for some laughs. Defy has Swamp People, that low truck show, then CW for reruns of The Neighborhood till the news. After the news, the neighborhood, isn't that the Cedric the Entertainer sitcom? Probably. Oh, jail sucks. (laughs) Oh, jail is terrible. Oh, but listen to this. This gets better. I was actually watching this last night. After the news, it's bounce for a movie or family feud. The feud? Dude, I got to tell you, I love Steve Harvey. He is hilarious. I don't know if he's always been that funny. I I think he's kind of like figured it out. Okay. He's one of my favorite game show hosts right now. Okay. Am I wrong? I've never watched an episode of Family Feud with Steve Harvey. What? You should. Okay, thanks. Fucking hilarious. Great. Primetime is some drama, football, wrestling, or whatever uh, is on. Weekends are mostly sports. All right, well, there you go, Vinny. They're watching wrestling in there. Oh, that's fun for them. That's cool. They get some classy content in there. He says, I do read a lot. 130 books in 21 months. Anything they give me. I don't know if Carl shared the letter I sent him a couple of weeks ago. But I swear PM was here. Oh, I didn't know he sent me a letter a couple weeks ago. I must have missed it. Uh, If so, he's not horrible. If he was podcasting, not him. It wasn't him. (laughs) Relax. A lot of people look like that. Okay. Also, I got wrote up for writing a nurse a Valentine's Day card. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah, I know. Love is bad. Okay. That's not, it was not a nice poem. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, then he says, the it, it, it started like this. Oh, wait, not that one. Sorry. He says, the, the floor he's on now is like a mental health ward. I chill by myself mostly. Ah, oh, that's brutal. Yeah, that makes sense that he's in the mental health ward. Yeah, I mean, yes. What, what does he not realize that that he's mentally ill? That's why he's there. A lot of mentally ill people don't realize that they're mentally ill, Vinny. Oh, they put me in the crazy ward. Yeah. Can you believe it? <laughs> they're acting like I lost my mind. <laughs> they put me in there, guys. Uh, one backtrack before I end this. I gotta finish the. Oh God, I'm sorry. I can't read his handwriting. It's actually not that bad, but. Uh, there's two things on the tables. One, the messaging app. If you got bitches to text you. Two, Sting something. It's the app we get for music. Pretty cool. It's nothing I'd have if fr- free, but it has good music. I can no longer care about my mailing address being out there. Send sexy pics, bikini, lingerie. I guess not nude. You uh, heard him, Alex. <laughs> get out the lingerie. Send some money. Oh, cow pics. Send some money. Support uh, through the ICS mobile app, GTL getting out app, or mycarepacks.com. Putting money on the commissionary, ensure I have paper and envelopes to write back. Commissary. Commissary. Thank you. Uh, Even I'm more relevant than Stutjo, Matt. And then he says, P.S. Who's Vinny? With your name spelled with an I.E. He goes, I know Vinny, V-Y-N-N-Y. 
Vinny is the only acknowledged spelling for Mr. Paulino. I have spoken. He's really getting you good. That's some good-natured ribbing right well, there. Well, he definitely did give me as good as he got Jerry. Some good-natured ribbing <laughs> so, from our buddy. fucking asshole. Get that. Trevor Zero says, Carl, get this man cow picks. No, get him nothing. <laughs> Honestly, I think we should send him money. He wants he wants internet access. He wants like cool stuff. Yeah, I bet he does. Do. I want to give him nothing. Vinny, you don't speak for the people. There are a lot of people. I'm the people's champion. <laughs> well, that's a good and point. the people say, don't give a fucking murderer anything. But he's uh, sitting but there. He's dude. creating content for us, Vinny. He's creating content. He's a good guy. He's been nice to me. He's always been nice to me. <laughs> yeah, they said Charlie Manson was a good guy to everybody in the he cell block, He never killed too. anyone. Who? Charles Manson. What does that have to do with it? I'm saying that people who are heinously insane are not your friends. I see what you're saying. Jesus Christ. Thank you for bringing that here. That is uh, unbelievable. The victim blaming in that is astounding. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't understand She's a, lot a of what drunk who can't afford a car who likes meth. Well, what a great catch you got, Matt. <laughs> you yeah, fucking, you're fatter than me, asshole. Jesus. All right. We got anything else we want to talk about? Are we done? Um, no, I think that's everything that I wanted to uh, to cover. By the way, he did write red flag in red pencil. So that's kind of fun. He was having a little bit of fun with this one. Well, he didn't draw any pictures of Cobra Commander on that one. So No, he did not. All right. I guess uh, I don't even know what to say to that. It's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. Don't forget to vote on our uh, subreddit. You'll have a poll up. Go to our subreddit. And Absolutely. And who brought the creepiest Also, gopher. folks, good news. Our website is uh, it's getting there. It's coming around. It's coming around very quickly. So keep an eye out for that. And uh, until next time, it's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. Good gear. Drugs are bad. You shouldn't do drugs. Victim. Chrissy gonna fuck me each airway. Carl, film that shit and put it up on eBay. Gonna make some fucking money up my three-way. Yeah, Vinny, Vinny, Vinny. Vinny, 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 Vinny.